Our guest today is Spirit Award-nominated producer Natalie Metzger. Now, she has had films premiered at top festivals around the world, including Sundance, Cannes, South by Southwest, and Tribeca. Now, her feature credits include Werewolves Within, Thunder Road, Greener Grass, Sony Pictures Classics documentary, It Ain't Over, to just to name a few, and she's also known for producing numerous shorts, most notably Poof, Dress a Cow, and The Robbery. Now, Natalie is currently the Vice President of, of Production and Development at Vanishing Angle, but we are here today to talk about the award-winning short film, Shadow Brothers Sunday, directed by Alden Ehrenreich and executive produced by Francis Ford Coppola, a story of betrayal, selfishness, family, facing the truth, and jealousy. The Shadow Brothers Sunday received the Special Jury Award for Excellence in Filmmaking from Salute Your Shorts Film Festival, and this live-action short film has qualified to be considered for a 2024 Academy Award. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome award-winning filmmaker and producer Natalie Metzger to the show. Welcome, Natalie. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're very, very welcome. Uh, I mean, you have such an incredible film resume. What inspired you to get into filmmaking? I actually stumbled into filmmaking. I have a background in theater and dance. I have a master's in choreography, believe it or not. And it was when I was in grad school that I uh, started wanting to have people see my work beyond just those that were in a 20 mile radius of any given theater. And so I started filming my choreography, uh, started sending those off to festivals. Um, they started to do well, get some awards, some attention. And so I kind of continued to do that. And I started helping my film school friends out with their films. And uh, I just started filling in the gaps. You know, I would say, oh, you need a costume designer? I know a great one. Oh, you need a location? Oh, I can call these different places. And uh, not realizing that I was starting to produce. And uh, that just kind of snowballed. And my friends started recommending me to their friends. And pretty soon I started getting job offers of like, hey, we can pay you this amount to, to produce our film. And uh, yeah, it, I, I ended up just falling in love with film and uh, uh, started doing it full time. Well, you said theater. Did you start off in New York? No. So I, I did my undergrad at Emory in Atlanta, and then I did uh, grad school at CalArts. Ah, well, I was born in Atlanta, so that that's a that's a good thing. So oh, awesome. <laughs> I love <that> <laughs> Oh amazing. my goodness! Well, you know, it's amazing how people just fall into film. So I guess as people were coming to you, they're like, "Oh, go to Natalie. She knows everybody." <laughs> Yeah, it was a little bit like that. <laughs> well, you know, you are the producer of the award-winning live-action short Shadow Brothers Sunday. How did you get involved with this project? Yeah, so it was actually a, a friend from, from Emory, a director friend who, um, who put me in touch with Alden. Um, they knew each other from the New York theater scene. And, uh, and she was like, oh, if you need a producer for your short, you should talk to Natalie. And so Alden and I met we met before the pandemic. It was either late 2019 or early 2020. And um, I read his script and just, um, it made me ball. I like sobbed for a while afterwards and just found it to be so moving and was so impressive. And then when I talked to him about his approach, I was like, I need to work on this film. He wanted to shoot on celluloid, shoot on 35 millimeter. He wanted to have like extensive rehearsals with the actors. Um, he wanted to gain 20 pounds for the role. Um, I thought it was just really uh, intriguing how he wanted to do it. And um, 
uh, so yeah, so I, I hopped on and it took us a while to get it together because of the pandemic, obviously, you know, Alden really wanted to rehearse with the, with, with all the cast as if they were a family. So cooking together, hanging out together. Um, and that was hard to do in the, in the early stages of, of the pandemic. And so, um, we waited until it was safe for us to do the film we wanted to do. And, uh, then we shot it. You know, what I love about, how, how would you describe Alden? Would you say he's more of a director, more of a writer, more of an actor? Well, so, you know, when I, when I met him, I knew him as an actor and was like so impressed with his body of work. And he, he, he has such an incredible range. Um, but when I read his script, I was like, oh, you're like a really talented writer. Um, and then as we started in pre-production, his talents as a director really started to shine through where he had such a specific vision that he wanted and the way that he collaborated with, you know, all of our team, the, the uh, cinematographer, the costume designer, the production designer, everyone. Um, he's just, he's such a, he's such a wonderful collaborator and so generous and so thoughtful. And uh, it was really cool. So now I don't know, like, I think he kind of is really brilliant at all three things. He's like a true triple threat of the, the writer, director and actor. Um, but yeah, it was pretty crazy. You know, on, on set, he would be showing everyone, you know, where to stand, where to go. Okay, we're going to do it this way. We're going to shoot it this way. And then he would, you know, step in and say action. And then he would just start tearing up and have this like super emotional performance after just like being, you know, pure director. So it was just really amazing to watch. Well, that even makes the film that much more incredible. Uh, how much of a hand did Francis Ford Coppola have in the making of Shadow Brother Sunday? I mean, did he give Alden any directing advice? <laughs> well, so um, Mr. Coppola has been uh, kind of mentoring Alden since Alden was in his his movie Tetro back when he was 18 years old. So, um, you know, he's, he's kind of been mentoring him as as an actor and just as a, generally as a filmmaker. Um, but yeah, Alden has learned a ton from him and he, you know, he sent him, you know, the cut before we locked picture, you know, to get his thoughts and everything. Um, but, but, but yeah, they've, they've kind of had a, a, a mentorship relationship for a while now. It's interesting because when I watched the film, I actually watched it probably at least three times. And as I was sitting there. My, my daughter, she's this big Francis Ford Coppola fan. And, uh, and I said, and I told her, I said, as I was watching the film, if I didn't know Alden had directed it, I would have thought Francis would have directed it because it has, it has this Coppola flavor to it. This, the way that it's filmed. And I don't know, is it for me? I, it's almost like the 35 millimeter had a, had a play into that film feel because I kept looking at this film I'm like okay this is really a modern day story but there's that look it's that true film look not the digital stuff it is true film you've, you've got this uh this slight cast of color that comes only from film and I'm thinking man if Francis wasn't sitting on the set you would have never known it I mean, because I can see where Alden learned a lot from him because it just has that vibe about the film. Well, that will just, you know, put, put Alden o over the moon to hear you say that because that, that, you know, he's, he's obviously such a, 
um, a, a source of inspiration uh, for 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 all of us, but but obviously especially for for Alden. And you know his his whole approach to the rehearsal process was kind of inspired by the rehearsal process that he did with with Coppola for for Tetro. And so I think um, that like really just kind of inspired him of how to really get authentic performances, how to really create um, very extensive backstories, so that there was already an established relationship between all the actors before you know action is called well all right for everyone watching and listening what is this short film about oh my gosh it's 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 multi-layered it's about lots of different things but i would say it's about it's about family it's about um sibling rivalry um it's about those misconnections that we have where we want to reach out to someone that we love or care about but we don't because we assume that they don't want us to reach out and really they're feeling the same way and uh it's those it's those the, those misconnections that oftentimes happen in, in family um but it's also about fame and celebrity and how success affects an entire family dynamic um yeah i don't know it's about, it's about well so you know things. it's funny because when when i read when i read the byline i was like okay which makes it a very, very modern story. Uh, and because Alden himself is a celebrity, he's got one heck of a resume. Um, is this based on a particular true story by chance? It's it's not based on any like one one event that that, that happened to, to Alden, but um, but you know, it, it's it, it's more of a of a amalgamation of lots of different experiences that, that he had, both when he found a bunch of success and then, you know, watched his dynamics with people around him change. And also when he was around other people that had success, when he wasn't feeling like, you know, like, like he was as successful and the jealousy, you know, that, that he felt there. And so um, it, it's, it's kind of inspired by, by a lot of different things that, that, that he's had in his past, but, but not one specific, you know, event or, or anything like that. He has a very good relationship with his brothers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, being that this is a modern day story, um, it's very common that we hear about those working with celebrities selling their private information. Now the, the general public, they never care about how private info is leaked on celebrities. They just want to know the juicy details. Um, where have we gone wrong as a society? Oh, wow. That is a, <laughs> that is a very good question and very involved. Um, yeah, I don't know. There, th like, like there is a kind of this obsession with uh, seeing, like, uh, exploring the private lives of, of celebrities who I feel like, you know, for, for, for a lot of people, if they see someone so regularly on their TV or their laptop or in the movies, they, um, they almost become to them like a, like a friend. And so you like assume that you have kind of a right to their private information because they're your friend. But in reality, they're a celebrity. They don't know who you are, you know? And so I think there's this kind of this weird, um, power dynamic there. And I think uh, the like the public uh, enjoys kind of holding a little bit of power in, in, in knowing something about a celebrity that maybe they didn't want people to know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's very, it's very complicated. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because, you know, I remember the day where celebrities, there was a mystique, there was a mystery, uh, there was no social media. 
Uh, if you wanted to read about a celebrity, you had to go buy a magazine or a newspaper or the National Enquirer off the newsstand just to find out if, you know, what the story was. Of course, nobody ever knew if anything was ever true or not. But, but now everybody is in front of our face 24 hours a day. And to me, that mystique and that mystery is really no longer there unless the celebrity themselves choose not to be on social media, which I, which was really funny, Natalie, because I saw a recent interview with Alden and he goes, I don't do social media and he has a flip phone. And I'm thinking that's because you can protect your private info with a flip phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we finally convinced him to get an Instagram account so that we could help, help promote the film and promote his, you know, his work. Cause He's also not not just a filmmaker. He's also a visual artist. He actually painted the poster uh, for, for the film. He he hand painted that. Um, he also um, has has a creative space um, in, in LA called the Huron Substation that they they're going to be doing um, plays and and theater readings and all sorts of things there. So he's he's a multi talented person. But uh, but but yeah, we finally convinced him to get an Instagram account so that he could be promoting all these wonderful things he's working on. Wow. Well, well let, let's get into the film because it's a brilliant piece of work. So the older brother, Cole, which is played by Alden uh, Ehrenreich, he's jealous of his brother's success, but he's also dealing with his parents' disappointment in him as well as his own disappointments in life. What would be the major theme here? Does the major theme go beyond betrayal and jealousy? Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's an, uh, like something I really love about the film is I, I've talked to people who have seen it multiple times and who they're aligning with and and who they feel like is the person making the mistake or, you know, or doing like the bad deed changes each time they watch it. And so I think that's kind of like the fun thing is that um, both brothers have their things that they're struggling with um, and things that they're maybe not doing quite right. And um and I think you can sympathize with with both or either or depending on, you know, like what your own personal experiences are or, or where you're at when you're watching it. But um, uh, but yeah, I think uh, I mean, everyone's kind of familiar with sibling rivalry, but this just takes it up to a, a, another level. <laughs> well, you know, to me, the most powerful scene in the film uh, is when the actor brother is in the kitchen talking with his mother. You know, they, they had just had the family photo taken outside. They're coming in. And, and of course, there was the little episode with with the character of Cole, played by Alden. But the musician brothers in the kitchen. And I had to replay that scene because a lot of people will view that scene just on the surface, let it go, oh yeah, and and not really think about the true dynamic of that scene. Many people will view that scene as the actor brother saying how big a loser his musician brother is, but in reality, his brother is really voicing his care for Cole. It's just the way that it comes out. You know, yeah. people say things that sound mean, but really it's their way to communicate their frustration or their love for another as strange as it sounds. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. And in, in, in many ways, he's defending his brother in that in, in that moment. He's defending his brother to his mom. But yeah, the language he uses makes him, you know, come across that he's tearing him down. But of course, he doesn't know that his brother's listening. And so um, there's, yeah, it's it's all complicated. <laughs> well, and, and that's what I love about this short film. There is, it's it it's complex, but it's simple. But you really have to pay attention to really understand each character. And I thought Alden did a brilliant job where it's almost like, you know, it's like watching a Netflix series. It's like the first episode is always character development, you know, for the audience to understand who everybody is. But the development in this short film was fast well, it was fast and furious, but you knew who everybody was. You knew where everybody stood, but then it's the relationship between the two brothers. And uh, all I know is I'm waiting for a full feature film on this. <laughs> yeah, I, I Alden has has a couple d different features that he's in the process of writing, and I am so excited for him to expand this world. He 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 has a, a couple different ideas, kind of set in a in a similar environment, and um, yeah, I can't I can't wait to see what uh, what he does next. Yeah, I don't want to give away the ending because the ending is very very profound. I actually played it back a few times just to just to really really to watch the acting because it is still, I mean, like what you just said about Alden, he's directing. And then the moment he says action, he can just well up in tears. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Mean, how, 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 how many people can do that? <laughs> Not a lot. And I, 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 I work with a lot of director, writer, actors and, and it, like Alden is just so, so impressive in that way. And, 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 and you can just see, and obviously just, from the films that he's been involved with that have released this year, you know, he does everything from comedy to intense drama to intense thriller. And um, it's, it's, it's really incredible to see, um, to see it up close on set, just to see how easily he can just slide into something. Well, when was this, when was uh, Shadow Brothers Sunday uh, finished? Because I know that Alden actually starred in Oppenheimer. Yes. Yeah. So we, we filmed in July and then we were in post for a while because in, it, during that process of post-production, he flew to Atlanta to, um, uh, to shoot, uh, the new Marvel series that he's going to be in. And, um, and he, you know, he was also doing different, you know, press for different things, obviously before the strike. And then w when the strike that, that all paused, but, um, but yeah, he, he's been juggling a lot this year. <laughs> well, my, you know, my goodness, not only, uh, you know, being mentored a bit by Francis Ford Coppola, he got to see Christopher Nolan up close and personal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, he, he truly has worked with some of the, the greatest filmmakers of our, of our age. Well, what about you as a producer? Um, I mean, who, have, who has become your mentors in the film industry? Oh, wow. That's such a good question. Um, I don't know if there's any like one particular person that that's a mentor, but um, I definitely find so many different people inspiring. And, and to me, like I get most inspired by, by the directors, uh, you know, watching the different filmmakers work and bring their like such 
such strong, bold, unique visions um, and styles that uh, that's what really inspires me is to watch, uh, watch these different directors and to see how best I can help facilitate them make make their babies. <laughs> well, you know, behind the scenes, you know, for a lot of people that don't understand filmmaking. So you have a director on set uh, as a producer. What are you doing as he's directing? That's a great question. So um, especially with um, an actor who's also directing, um, I'm definitely at the monitor, you know, watching the takes, like um, helping give give feedback to, uh, you know, because when the actor is inside of the scene, like sometimes it's hard to be like, okay, you know, what was the best take? Or, you know, do we feel like we have it? And Alden had a really, really good sense of, of you know, of, of when he had it. But, um, but yeah, it just, I've, I've become a creative sounding board where, you know, to like bounce ideas off of and, and to say like, hey, I really think you have it in this take. Do we want to move on to the next take? Or like, hey, you might want to do that one again. There was something funky that happened in the background there. Um, so, so yeah, I'm there as a creative sounding board. I'm also there as like the business and logistics person. So putting out any fires as different issues come up, making sure, you know, all the, you know, crew is, is, is handled, all the contracts and agreements are all taken care of. When we ran out of film, um, because our, our, our camera kept jamming and we had to redo a ton of takes, um, you know, it was like trying to source celluloid at the last minute when everyone was sold out and, you know, those types of things. <laughs> well, okay. You bring up, okay. You bring up something a lot of people don't think about. So you're dealing with actual film. Uh, how many people today are actually using real 35 millimeter film to make a movie? It's, it's, it's much more rare these days, but it's extremely rare for a short film. Um, it, it's, 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 it's almost unheard of for, for, for a short to shoot on 35. Um, but it was something that was really important to Alden from like our very first conversation. He was like, this has to be shot on celluloid. It like needs to have that kind of natural organic feel to like, to, to also kind of uh, continue that feeling that he wanted to have from the family, that everything felt organic and natural and, um, and like part of this um, ecosystem. And so, uh, yeah, so from the very beginning, it was like, we're, we're shooting on film and we got to, you know, figure out how to do that. And it was actually at a time, so film's having a little bit of a renaissance where, um, you know, everyone switched to digital. And now there's a lot of people that are kind of missing that, that, that style and that look. And um, so at the time we reached out to, um, to Kodak and they were like, we're, we're actually sold out. We don't, we don't have any stock. Um, so we, you know, we had a source it from a couple different, different places because there, there is this film renaissance happening, which is pretty cool. Well, you know, it's like, um, Quentin Tarantino. He loves shooting on actual film because there is just a look. So you, you were saying that this, this was filmed this July. Uh, no, last, sorry, last July. <laughs> last, okay, I was, because I had, I had someone recently who had actually filmed and edited their short film this year and got it into the festival, all across the festivals, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I mean, that, that's, yeah. that's, and then yours is the first one that I've heard that's shot on 35 millimeter. I had an early one shot on eight millimeter, mm -hmm. which yeah. is, which is, cr which, I mean, when you see eight millimeter, you know, that shot on film. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, this would probably be a dumb question for some people, but uh, how many feet of film did, did this uh, short film go through? Oh my gosh, I don't remember. It was, we probably went through 20, 20 rolls. Um, it was, we were, we were planning on a certain number and then there was just this one day that our camera kept, kept jamming, um, for like whatever reason we actually had, had to bring a tech out. And so it, it kept on stopping in the middle of this super emotional scene. It was the scene with, with Cole and Jacob in, you know, in the room. And so it's not the kind of scene that you can just like, oh, just pause there, hold, hold where you are. Let's just, you know, like go again, right, right from that same place. You kind of have to build up into it. So, um, so we definitely used more, more film than we were planning on just because of the, the camera jamming. Oh my God. Yeah. The perils of filmmaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, well, there's something. <laughs> well, since you have, since you have done feature films and you've done numerous shorts, what is the major difference between the two in creating the storyboard? I, you know, it's funny. I, I I get asked this a lot of um, like how like how to approach like a short versus a feature, and to me, it's really it's more of a pacing thing than anything else. Like it's actually the amount of time it takes and all the things that you need to do to prep for a short film versus a feature. It's all about the same. It's just that when you're shooting, you have to approach it like a marathon instead of a sprint where like, you know, a short, you can kind of sprint through like, okay, we're just going to go like as fast as possible. And, and with a feature, you kind of have to just have a little bit more stamina, pace yourself, not <laughs> burn yourself out in the first week. But, um, but yeah, in terms of, you know, storyboards or, or really, you know, anything in the kind of pre-production phase, they're, they're not that different. And, and, you know, the original script was, I think it was like 26 pages. Um, and so we, we went in like knowing that this was like on, on the longer end of shorts, you know, like the final film ended up being cut down to 15. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we, you know, like Alden had a lot of, a lot of meat to work with as well, because he, he was approaching it like, like a feature, you know, like a, like a, like a quarter of a feature. Well, is I know I've already asked this, but is there going to be any plans for an actual feature off of this short? So he, uh, not off of this specific story, but set in this same world is, is what he's working on right now. The characters are amazing. I mean, this film has a star-studded cast, which you don't see a lot in short films. I mean, how did the cast come together? Yeah, so um, Alden, like from from the, the very beginning, he really loved Nick Robinson, and at first we didn't think that the schedule was going to work out. And then he, you know, when we had to push because of the pandemic and other things, um, it ended up working out so that Nick was able to do it, and that was just so great. And their dynamic w w was awesome, and they met up so many times beforehand to really build out the story, like the backstory of these of these two characters, and. Um, you know, Alden would do all these improv games with, you know, with the whole cast, which was fun. Um, and Lisa Edelstein is, is so incredible. And she was just like on board from the very beginning where, where she was like, yeah, I'll, I'll play your overbearing mom. And <laughs> it was, it was, it was great. She, she was so wonderful to have on set and the whole, I mean, I mean, like, like the whole cast was just so willing to dive into this, uh, like this world, you know, and, and, and to do the rehearsal process with Alden and, you know, to, 
to build out their backstories, which I think just added so much texture to to the family. Yeah, you know, there there was a scene in the film where Cole uh, and the father are in that room, and when the father looks at him and says, he's basically telling him, "You better straighten up and fly right." today only concentrate on today and you better make your mother happy because if your mother's not happy guess what i'm not gonna be happy because i'm gonna have to hear and be on the brunt of her wrath and part of me wanted to laugh because how many of us have actually been on cole's end and received that message yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and and Nick Searcy is 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 so good in that role. Um his his sternness and how um and and his kind of uh cold cold approach to to fathering um uh I think just really makes makes you feel for Cole so much in that scene where it just feels like a bit of a gut punch. Yeah, it does. And this is this short film is one of the few that I've actually seen where I would either want to see it as a feature film or because of the story and because of the characters, I think it would make a great Netflix series because I would literally binge watch this one. Awesome. Well, thanks. <laughs> Hopefully, as soon as Alden finishes writing, we're, we're, we're going to start making the next one. <laughs> well, what has been the audience's feedback on this film? It's been it's been really really awesome. You know, we we played so many different festivals and um and 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 we've been winning awards at a lot of them, which has been so so lovely and 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 we feel so honored to um to get that recognition. But um the audiences in 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 our ideal screenings, like the ones that just gone perfectly, they're laughing throughout, but they're also you know having these. You can see them go oh you know when like when things go wrong for Cole. And there's definitely um, some, like you can hear people uh, crying a little bit at the end. And so that's, I think, kind of like, uh, was what Alden was going for. You know, he, like, he wanted to have these moments of levity and he, he, he definitely kind of wrote it with these like kind of comedic things in place. Um, but then he really wanted to touch people in, a, in, in an emotional way. And so, um, and, and that's what we've been experiencing in the, um, you know, sitting in the audiences for these festival screenings, which has been really well, wonderful. This is a story that has a more than one cringe moment in it. Yes. <laughs> you know, and I don't want to give that away because I want, I, I hope that everyone has a chance to see Shadow Brothers Sunday. Uh, it's, it's a spectacular story. It's a great film. Uh, so this film has been Oscar qualified. Is this your first Oscar qualified film? Um, it's not my first Oscar qualified film. It is my first Oscar qualified short. So yeah, it's very, it's very exciting. And we were so, um, excited to get, you know, Variety's nod, uh, you know, saying that, that, uh, that, that we're their prediction for, um, for one of the shorts to be nominated. So that was just really exciting to, to see in print. <laughs> oh, so there's already an Oscar buzz for a pause. Uh, well, I know that the next step is going to be sh the short list. Um, so they're already thinking that this one may have what it takes to get a nomination. We'll we'll see. You know, you never know know with these things. But it was, but 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 we were so excited that that Variety listed us on 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 their predictions list. Well, well, yeah, because um, yeah, th you know, th I thought last season was really tough. This season 
is probably the toughest group of films I'd have ever seen. Mm. And it's going to be interesting to see what what happens in December and then when the nominations are announced in January. Tell us something about uh, your, the production company Va- Vanishing Angle and uh, anything new coming up. Yeah, so um, we've been around for 13 years and uh, we've, we've kind of made a little name for ourselves in the, in the indie film world. Um, and right now we have a, a, a feature documentary that um, uh, Sony Classics put, put out. It's called It Ain't Over and it's actually going to be released on Netflix tomorrow. So you can check wow. it out. Wow. So what's that about? It's about Yogi Berra, the Yankees baseball player. And um, it's just a wonderful, uh, touching story about his, his life and how funny he is and how talented he was as a baseball player. You know, a lot of people remember him for his yogiisms, but um, he actually was like one of the greatest baseball players as well. And you don't have to be a baseball fan to watch it. Yeah. I mean, he was one of the greatest uh, major league catchers in baseball and didn't now are you also producer on that film yes Mm -hmm. well let me ask you something on shadow brothers sunday how many days did it take to actually film that we filmed four days with with one day with the camera um (laughs) yes yeah yeah on on our on our most important performance heavy day was when our camera started jamming (laughs) wow natalie i have to say you know, Shadow Brothers Sunday is, it's incredible. Out of all of the short films, the live action shorts that I've seen so far for this season, that one stands out because of its look. And I have to hand it to Alden for choosing to go the 35 millimeter route because that that's just epic filmmaking right there. Yeah, yeah, that was that was all all Alden. <laughs> yeah, when when I hear people said, "Oh yeah, we, we you know we shot this with digital cameras," I'm like, "Explain that. Is that like iPhone or did you use a real camera?" <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but uh, so with so how many more festivals is there left to go to uh, to show the film? Uh, we have about ten. 10, 10 more, I would say, um, you know, we're like, like we're kind of finishing out some of the domestic ones, starting to do some more international ones. So, um, yeah, we keep every, every week we get like a reach out saying like, Hey, can, you know, can, can we consider the film for this festival? So, um, we're just kind of seeing, seeing how far it goes. Well, for the general public, um, a lot of short films are not really released to the public. Will the public be able to, uh, ever see Shadow Brothers Sunday? Yes, we're uh, we're hoping to find distribution for it. We're um, starting that process now, and so yes, hopefully next year it will be um, available. Wow, fantastic, Natalie! I want to thank you so much uh, for honoring us with your time and sharing this amazing film, Shadow Brother Sunday. Thank you so much. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever have the opportunity to see this short film, Shadow Brother Sunday. It is Oscar qualified uh, for a possible nomination of the 2024 Academy Awards. That's a pretty big deal when you're in film, but this is an incredible story, incredible filmmaking. Uh, It's one of the best that I've seen this season. And if you ever have the opportunity to see it, you've got to see this film because just like me, you'll be left with wanting more. When you see the last scene, you're going to go... And you're just going to say, 
I want more because I want more. So Natalie, please tell Alden we need a feature film or a Netflix series on this one. I will. I will. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for watching and listening to The Ward Bond Show, but also... You can uh, watch all of the replays on our YouTube channel at Bond on Cinema. Uh, just look it up on YouTube and we're on all digital platforms. If you don't have time to watch, you can listen. So uh, I want to thank you for watching and uh, also uh, having Natalie Messer share us the art of filmmaking in this beautiful short film, Shadow Brothers Sunday. And as for me, I'll see you next time. <laughs>